Hey, Philip, what's going on? Hey, Brian, good to see you, man. I didn't hear you knock. I didn't know I had to knock. Fair enough. So what are we doing this week? The same thing we do every week, our podcast. Ooh, let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. The show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious. Join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. Philip, what's going on, man? Dude, so much is going on, but I am so stoked for this episode. I've been, like, jittery all day long. I'm, I'm quivering. <laughs> you're, I'm all at Twitter. You're all t- I'm all Ooh, at Twitter. Mufasa, Ooh. say it again. Mufasa. Say it again. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, I'm completely excited because we have a very special guest that's going to be on the show with us. But before that, I, I just want to find out, have you had a good week this week? Yeah, man, I've had a pretty good week. You know, work has been a little bit stressful, but that's sort of my steady state. So there's nothing really. Oh, that's why there's an IV of bourbon hooked up right here. Oh, got it. You nailed it. Yeah, that's that's pretty much, you know, nothing wrong with a little (laughs) self-medication. Is that the Pfizer version of it? It's the Phil's version version of it. Listen, the whole thing about self-medication that's always confused me is because it's only unhealthy when it stops working. That's true. Right. It, it has, it's, it is still working for you. I agree. You are looking great. Buddy, thank I'm, you. I'm having some of your medication right now. I'm look, you're looking fantastic. I appreciate that. You know, I came across a book once called The Drinking Man's Diet. It turns out that it was um, promoted really heavily by like Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra and <laughs> whoa, Sammy whoa, Davis Jr. What? Those guys I were know. drinkers? Isn't that strange? What? The Drinking Man's Diet. They were like basically how to be a booze hound and not gain weight. <laughs> Right. The diet is basically eat bacon and starve. That That's basically what the, it's like. It's like Adkins times a billion with just drenched in, in bourbon. That's crazy. Next, you're going to tell me they were smokers, too. I've heard rumors. That have, they may, have you? They no, may have liked I'm a, a very big again. Sinatra fan, though. So, I mean, he could probably do no wrong in my. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I think everyone has the line, but there's very little that I would be like able to hold him hold against. Sinatra. He could do no wrong except the mafia, like acing a couple people to get him in the music career. And you know, I still, I'd probably still look the other way. Did when, you ever see when Bono? he sings? His voice just it, it makes me melt. Did you ever see Bono call Frank Sinatra out in the award show when he called him up on stage and he spent like two minutes talking about the mob before <laughs> he brought Sinatra up on stage? Well, it, it sounds was like something crazy. Really? I no, oh, I yeah. had no idea because that sounds like something Kanye would do like now. No, because with Kanye, it'd be talking about like pink dragons. Okay. This was actually <laughs> like true. something that happened. Yeah, that's true. We, we'd be like, what, what, yeah. what? <laughs> Even Kim's like, oh, hell no. I'm done, dude. I'm out. Presidential run, really? North to south. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. No. But today, let, let's go ahead and jump right into it. We have an incredible guest that's going to be joining us. I know, Philip, you are so excited about this. I'm thrilled about this. I'm Twitter-pated. But this is an amazing, beautiful soul that we are privileged to have on the show. And before we even let her get on the mic with us, we are going to play you her new upcoming... Well, no, it's not upcoming. It's out. The, the Her single, Ready or Not... 
the remix. All right, so you're going to want to catch this album. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Music. It's it's out there, guys. You need to find it. If not, check our episode description. We're going to have a link to her her website as well as where you can find all that information. Here is the single Ready or Not. Wow! 
ready or not. I'm just, I'm, it's going to be stuck in my head right now. That was the, if you guys don't know that by now, this is Christina Wells right there. That is her single, Ready or Not, the remix. And we are so excited to have her on the show. Not only is she a beautiful person, she's an incredible singer. She is a mom. She is a nurse. She is everything, everything. She's a designer. I mean, everything. She's got everything going for her. So we want to welcome to the show, Christina Wells. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming on the show with us. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me and for playing my song. That was fabulous. I'm, I'm like, yeah, that's my new workout jam is right it, there. See, that's what it is. That song is like, get you feeling good, confidence booster, get you moving. It is. It's got all of the feels in it, as well as just like, yep, I can keep going. I can keep going. Yes. Ready or not. <laughs> it was awesome, and I love the mixing in it. I will say this, though. I'm not a big Big fan of telling people what to do. Yeah. So I, I like to make recommendations. Brian, I recommend that you never sing the lyric ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you said you loved my voice. I do. <laughs> I do, buddy. But everybody has to know their range, okay? I, I have that rock tone. I, I have more of that straight tone. Rock I'm not. I'm, tone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that next time someone's like, do you think I can sing? I'll be like, baby, you got a rock tone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, when you, when you get stuck doing a lot of musical theater sometimes you just have to break out a little bit more so mm. so anyway well okay so well first of all welcome to the show tell us about the song tell us about the song when oh i'm i'm so excited so ready or not was uh, is actually like a ballad that i wrote back in 2019 and i released it in the summer of 2019 it was my first true original single i'd written a song before but like really put myself out there type of a thing and i loved it i loved the ballad version but immediately everyone heard it they were like this is a remix way to happen give it to us give it to us so it's taken some time but here she is i released it on christmas day and i did a whole thing because i know a lot of people have been feeling a little down, down in the dumps yeah indeed yeah we all had the dumps so i did a series of christmas videos 10 days leading up to christmas nice and i did um like fully produced christmas songs and i told everybody i'm gonna do 10 songs and this was song number 10 I did okay, so I, I saw a couple of, of yeah. your songs. So I was watching a couple of them. I didn't quite make it to ten. I yes. actually tried to do I'm I'm glad you got to ten. I tried to do twelve days at Christmas. It's very hard. It was extremely hard. It's and I, I will tell you, I started I in November. Oh, did you say oh, I, yeah. I didn't? I started in December and, and I, I batch shoot. Like I don't know about you, but I set everything up and then I have like multiple outfits and malleable oh, makeup. See, that's so and, smart. Yeah, I batch shoot. I'll shoot. I have shot as many as seven, eight, nine different things at once with all different looks and just just, okay, change this top, move my hair a little to the side, made my lipstick different. New look. I know. I, t I tend to do it pantsless, though, because I, I, I record, like, no. waist up. Let's so no, no one sees that. I don't think that you need to share that, because not every time anyone sees a video. You like that news anchor. That's in the right. They're like, do you think he's wearing pants? I don't mm. know. I can't tell. No. Yeah. You like that news anchor in the Kentucky Fried movie from the 70s, right? That's true. I'm not wearing any pants. Film at 11. <laughs> I just feel freer. I can, my range extends. No, I no. I'm. I actually had a couple that because uh, I sent uh, one or two to uh, to my family and stuff. So yeah. I actually. So no, people were so hungry for it for Christmas. They like usually my Christmas calendar is chocked full of places to go sing at Christmas parties, and I always joke like I love singing Christmas songs. And there's about twenty to twenty five Christmas songs you're gonna sing. And I was sitting there in November, and I'm like, I'm not gonna sing any. 
Christmas songs this year? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And I was like, well, how am I going to change that? And so I sat, I posted and I'm like, hey, tell me what you want to hear me sing Christmas. And a bunch of people gave me song suggestions. And what was the most requested? The most requested song, without a doubt, was Mary, Did You Know? I, the, I mean, the pentatonics one style? No, no, no okay. more like the Clay Aiken, oh, okay, that okay. version more. But yeah, Mary, Did You Know? and Oh Holy Night. Like, I got a oh, million yeah. requests for those two. So I did them in order of the, how free, how popular the requests were. And so Oh Holy Night was nine, and Mary, Did You Know? was eight of the ten. That's oh, cool. man. It's, no, your voice is gorgeous. You're gorgeous. Now, you've been singing pretty much all your life. Oh, for sure. Since I was, like, I came, I'm, I'm 45. And a lot of people don't know that. They think, I think because I'm friendly and happy that I'm younger. People think if you're older, you should be angry and serious. It's a win, right? Oh it's gosh. definitely it a win. It is a win. It is a win. And so I'm 45. So when I was three years old, I came out of my mom's bedroom with a jump rope in my hand holding the cord, singing <laughs> Donna Summer. Hot stuff. <laughs> Not a joke. I love 1978, that. right? It's literally looking for some hot stuff. Three. That's <laughs> Awesome. So yeah, always this is what it is. This I is how it was love made. it. That's so you. I, that, like just when you, if if no one's ever met you before and then they spend even like two minutes with you, they could say that that's all you. Yeah. That's all you. I, I, I love that. So you've been singing. What did you start out singing? What was there, your first maybe public performance that you ever did? Actually, that's a great question. Um, When I was, because I didn't succumb to the whole, let's join choir. We can sing together. I, I was at the opposite. I was in band. And yes. 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 What'd what, you play? What did you play? French horn. Oh, I was French like, horn. Did you really? Oh my gosh. Uh, see, okay. See, they, I, they, <laughs> I started on trumpet and they looked at me because they're like, mm, they, it's like they look at you at, at sure, sixth grade. Yes. And they just judge yeah, you. Yeah. They're like, uh, you're, you're brass. A flute player. <laughs> <laughs> you're woodwind. You're brass. I'm, it's true. Like, I'm it's like, like a, a moment. Now yeah. it would be on TikTok, like scan. Yeah. This is the instrument that you play. <laughs> So who do they put on drums? They're like, whoa, what up, well, badass? you know what? Exactly. And you have to, if you do drums, they literally make you do two different percussion things with your hands. They're yes. like, do this on this hand and this on this hand. And if you can't do it, skip. Yeah. And, the and, then, they, and then you end up on xylophone anyway. You know, it's. Or or the saddest, which is the symbols. The symbols. Sad symbols. Sad. But yeah, I played the French horn. You know, why I did was because I have big lips. And they were like, oh, you're embouchure. It'll be better because. Yes. Okay. The, 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 the French horn has a thin mouthpiece. So it does. Know, it's very small. I, I had a listener. good ear. That's why they put me on it. There's some, good ear. there's some listener out there who's playing the cymbals. He's like, oh, son of a... <laughs> it's he's, so true. He's going to show up at class tomorrow or something. He's like, he's like teach, I, I need a new instrument. <laughs> the, no, the, the bass drum, the timpani, anything. <laughs> no, no. It's, the triangle. <laughs> it's going to be somebody our age in some basement somewhere, right? Looking like, still like... Flipping class. back to the yearbook. Just like, just like, oh, God. My favorite is how they mute them. I put them to, to their body. You know, it's like slap, slap, body. <laughs> like, but like imagine like every movie the poor person's ever seen for the rest of their lives like they turn the monkey into the symbol yes. monkey like oh. oh man my word it's really bad about this but my I, my little nephew is percussion he's a percussionist yeah. and i watch their online because of course everything's you know streaming yeah, live or whatever and they're up in dallas but they they sent me the link and i 
I, I don't think he they they mixed him up, but I think the first one that I saw he was he was on symbols. Sweetie, you did a good job. Baby. <laughs> yeah. We were so proud of you. He showed me you did good. You did good. <laughs> yeah. So, but but that's awesome. I love that you were kind of a band nerd. Oh, I'm such a band nerd. I'm a super mega band. Nerd. I I resisted choir. I actually I started out actually singing um in a boys choir, like very choral, mm-hmm. you know, and I got to do some really cool performances, and I I've always gravitated i mean just to music just in general right and choir just didn't do that for me yeah so i, I mean I, uh, it was just about i i heard the melodies like if you asked me to sit down and write or like uh, to come up with lyrics uh, baby you're asking the wrong person <laughs> I, but if you say if, if you like sit there and work with me and i do mel like i can get like Melodies and grooves that like I can hear that. I have a French horn ear now. I think I don't have the best ear. It's taken a lot of work for me to learn how to listen. I think because I'm so loud that I don't. There's not a lot of input. It's just mostly output. (laughs) No, but so I played the French horn and I played it all through junior high and didn't sing and nothing and never told anybody that I could sing. But then I got into high school and I was in band. But I'm a dork. Like I'm a super dork. And so on the marching field, I make up songs. Like that's who I am. If you spend enough time around me, be like. And then he had a blue shirt. Like I just start making up stuff because I'm a dork. And so they had a, a beauty pageant at Pasadena High School. What up, Pasadena, Texas? How you doing, Eagles? Uh, <laughs> at Pasadena High School. This was 1992. And they had a beauty pageant and they would every year have someone sing when they were tabulating the votes. It would be really good if you said that. You are you have the perfect voice to say tabulating. Tabulating the votes. There's, there you go. There's Lurch. Yeah. Thank you, Lurch. Thank you. He has the you, announcer you, you voice. Damn, Lurch. <laughs> Really? I can't get myself down. I can't get my voice down that low. You They're ring. waiting for you in yes. the library. It's, it's, yes, that's It's amazing. sexy. It's sexy. It is sexy. Hell yes, it's sexy. It's sexy. Look, there look. you go. Look, and so anyways, a friend of mine who played tuba heard me being a dork singing, and they had this meeting. They needed a singer for the beauty pageant, and she's like, Christina can sing. And they came to me, and I was like, no, I cannot. And I need you to leave me alone. Oh. <laughs> and so the teacher, his name is Mr. Jerry Roberts. I still am friends with him to this day. We have lunch. I love him. And Mr. Jerry Roberts, yes. a shout out to you. He changed my sir. life because he came to me. He was like, will you just come sing for me in the auditorium? No one will be there but me. Will you sing for me? And I was like, okay, I'll do that. And he's like, just bring a track. And I literally went and got one of them old school karaoke tapes. And I went and I sang, uh, I believe the children are our future by, Mar- by Whitney Houston. Yeah. I sang for him and he came to me and he was like, you're a singer. You have a beautiful voice. And I was like, I do. And he was like, yes. Will you perform at the beauty pageant? And I was like, okay. And that was my first public performance. I was 14 years old. People went crazy. They were like, you can sing. And I was like, I can. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, you know, singing is like a cool thing. And I don't, I wasn't really that cool. I'll be real honest. I'm five foot, eight and a half. And I've been just like this since I was about 10. I'm a big girl, big and tall and full of opinions and a loud voice. And I like to wear neon colors when for it was cool. And like I wear a lot of hot pink. Eyeshadow, hot pink, lipstick. You got in pink. before glow. Yes, way yeah. before. Yeah. yeah. And so, and I, and I, I have no problem with voicing my opinion, and that is not something most boys like in those years. And so, yeah, I wasn't very popular that way, but singing really changed everything. People were like, it just changed everything. And it wasn't until two more years that I even was in a choir because. I really don't think I'm built for group singing because <laughs> I'm always this. Christina, could you just step to the back of the group? Yeah, sweetie. Yeah. And turn to the side. Great. Okay, everyone, let's start again. 
I, I think that's awesome. I personally, while well, you're in good company, we weren't very popular. I, at, least, <laughs> at least I can maybe, Look, he's only <laughs> maybe, maybe you were Philip. I, I, I was not. Let me Phillip, speak for you've me. You've been then. abused today. You've been abused. I'm sorry. Well, that, hang on. It's like, on. hello, bus. Yeah. Come hang on. on a second. So first of all, no, I was, I was horribly unpopular. <laughs> See, I told you, but damn dude <laughs> <laughs> you're like at least at least consider me one of the cool kids no i no, we, we've talked about it before the coolest people I'm as hip. adults we we have hey, talked about it know. before I, I think it's you know for me and for for a lot of people who we've talked to in fact a lot of the our guests have come on and be like no i, I was kind of a nerd in oh, school yeah. and i was you know and i'm just like that's why we love you you know i mean they're just it like, makes you great. way more interesting like i literally spent saturdays in high school memorizing 400 vocabulary words for sats like it was fun to me like oh let me read the dictionary today and let me <gasps> you hey, did yes. my wife did that i did heavily i thought that was crazy i'd never heard of oh, someone no. that did that i started when she the told me i read the whole thing well hang on a second now no one's saying it's not crazy just, just, just <laughs> Christina here and your wife did that. <laughs> well, it's more than my wife. I mean, my wife is one of the smartest people I know and, and she's brilliant. But I, when she told me that I go, I go, really? Oh, <laughs> you know, like it I didn't, didn't improve her sexy factor. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. Well, I it's, I could... it's very sexy when, when she's having to look at my, my poor grammar and just like, yeah. That that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. yeah. <laughs> yes, Brian. So it's capital and capital. <laughs> yes, uh, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I wish I could reach out to every high schooler, no matter what they're doing, though, mm -hmm. and be like, "Look, y'all. Every eight-year-old I have ever met in my entire life is a thousand times cooler than I've ever been, or any of you will ever be." Right? Stop trying so damn hard and go do what you like to do, please. Well, I think life ends up being weirdly backwards. We spend so many years trying to get rid of our unique factors, straightening our hair, lightening our hair, trying to lose weight. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to look this way. I should be lighter. I should be more tan. And then we reach some sort of place, at least for me in the past five years, where I'm like, oh, wait, all those things I wanted to get rid of are the things that make me relatable are the things that make me human are the things that people like about me and i was trying to get rid right, of them it's, right. it's bizarre it's that moment of fuck all y'all here i am yes i'm coming yeah right ready or not Bam. get it ah. <laughs> See, full circle full circle mm, thank you i i, re I resisted she from saying what it. i did there i, 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 I did. did i just was trying to bite my tongue from singing the yeah, song i'm seeing y'all get like <laughs> all squirmy wormy over I, there I, well, I was i just i'll let my shoulders do the work you know instead of my <laughs> voice <laughs> yeah, like I said, I don't tell people what to do, but, you know, I'd recommend avoiding that one going forward, too. It's a good thing there's no video. But it's funny. It's funny that you bring up the whole um, childhood memory of coming out with the jump rope and singing like a microphone, mm -hmm. right? Because people ask, like Brian asked, when was your first public performance? Well, you're performing publicly as a little kid. Yeah. Well, right? for my family, like my mom is a single mom. And money struggles. And I remember we had that TV have the six channels, you know what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, the turn so, dial. Yeah. yeah. And so they, my sister and my mom would sit on the couch and I would put on a show. See? Okay. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Right. At what moment does the does the kid suddenly feel embarrassed about doing that? That's I'm so curious as a father. Like when do they suddenly go, Oh, 
I'm being judged instead of like, oh yeah, I want to do this for you. Yeah. You know, well, uh, you guys can both speak to this because I mean, my wife and I, we don't have any kids, um, but you guys both have kids. I do. And what was the for your? your how old is your uh, you son now? This? Yeah, how I old is he two now? Sons. Are two? Okay, I have a 22 year old and a 19 year old. Damn. Wow. I know she looked good. Okay. Oh, but my boys sang for me. They sing to me today. Like, no, I don't think they ever. Oh, well, actually, that's a lie. Because my oldest, he used to sing in the car with me. We used to duet. Oh, cool. Oh, you so had carpool awesome. karaoke oh, before. Like, oh, we had televised level carpool, carpool karaoke. <laughs> like, James, move over because Christina's here. No, we just we sang so many songs. But I remember he was like 12 or 13. And I'm like, we sang, you know, my boo. Oh, my, oh, because, you know, the duet with Usher and, and uh, Alicia Keys. And he was like, Mom, I'm not going to do that. And I was like, why? He's like, because that's whatever. I don't even want to do that. And I was like, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> we had so much fun. Don't leave me. <laughs> he was like the nicest Chris Brown ever. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Wow. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. But so that it, that's where it, like that teenager prepubescent. Because how old is your daughter? It's got to be right there. She'll be eight in January. Right, you got more time. It's gonna be more. Thank fun goodness for, a while. for that. Yeah. I'm not ready. Because yeah. I I think I met your eldest son. It was we were doing a reading for soulmates. Oh yeah, no, that was my youngest. Oh, your youngest. That's okay, that was youngest. your youngest. Okay, yes. and the, I still remember. That's so crazy! You were there. Oh I, my god! I was there. It was really nuts because I I got a call out of the blue. Chelsea, uh, Chelsea calls me up and she's like, "Hey," or maybe it was Travis. Like, it was probably Travis. It was yeah. probably Travis and yeah. called me and he was like, "Hey." You know, we're doing this reading. Would yeah, you be interested? Humans. I was like, I was like, absolutely. Yeah, it's an amazing. That was, I took, if you don't know, it's, they have an album out. It's great. Yes. So uh, if you don't know, Soulmates is a musical written by Travis Kirk Combs and produced uh, by Rogue Productions, which Chelsea Ryan McCurdy is a. And, uh, and Rachel. And Rachel Logue. And Rachel Logue, yeah. co-owners of. And they, it is fantastic. What they've done is they've, in order to like fund and get the music out there, they've actually made a, um. An, a production album of the songs so you can learn them and love them and then by the time the show is standing up on its feet people are going to know you already music. know it yeah and it's it's basically the story of of, of finding a pair yeah, right of socks. of socks so it's s-o-l-e mates soulmates yes it's brilliant i mean that's basically that's basically what rent did when you really think about it yeah. right like mm -hmm. they Forced the music onto everybody yes. so much until everybody was like, I have to see the show because I know yeah, all the, I know the music. Oh, sure. Way off tune songs. But, you know? but the music is very infectious. It's, oh. it's really oh, oh. great. Well, Travis Soulmates. is a fantastic writer. He is. He's a fantastic writer. And it's I, I've gotten a chance to work with him several he's, times. He's, he's, he's a prolific brilliant, brilliant. songwriter. The very, very, very first time I ever wrote a song was Come Hell or High Water, which is where you and I come together. Yes. And Travis well, co wrote that one. Well, I heard you sing on the couch, on at, the couch at, at the yes. reading because they. they <laughs> Because you were one of the few people that knew the music. I did, yeah. Because it was still very brand new. Because this was years ago. And they've done several, you know, like any musical that's gone through several transitions. So I was really like just. I, I was like, like, oh my God, all these people are so talented. I'm oh here. I'm, you know, it was so great. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, here's the music. And so they were playing the tracks kind of as we were going through the script. And Christina knows it and starts singing. And I'm just like, I'm like. Did I was I supposed to learn a song? I'm like freaking That's out. <laughs> I'm sitting here like I'm on the corner freaking out because I'm kind of the new kid because most everyone knew each other. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh no, I'm unprepared. You just no. give Brian a wake, you're like, I cheated. No, that's <laughs> hilarious. That's awesome. But you did have the best dessert that day because we did a potluck. 
Oh. That was the the ice cream so pudding I'm pie pudding thing. but yes that I was I make pudding. Okay, let's How many I don't even know how many years ago that was. I still remember that dessert. See? Okay. I still remember that My dessert. My pudding pies are epic. So I make a series. Clearly. I have I have like <laughs> 20 recipes. I made these recipes myself and I call it the $5 pie because it costs 5 bucks to make it. And when my sons were in school, I was working single mom and they were like, "It's the bakery or, or you know, the cakewalk. You got to bring stuff, mom." And I'm like, "I don't have time to bake." So I come up with this idea of this pudding pie and it's like Basically, I take pudding and I like turn it into like a whipped thing and then I put, oh, it's it's amazing, but I, I make them after candy bars. So I make Almond Joy uh. pudding pies and I make Reese's Peanut Butter Cup pudding pies and I make Hershey's Kisses pudding, like pudding pies and I bring them to things and people to go crazy over them. It was delicious. Don't sell them to people. Hershey's are vicious. Don't it, come out to hear. It, it was right. delicious. <laughs> <laughs> what so, happened to Christina? Yeah. <laughs> They made her disappear. Yeah, her so, and everything. Yeah, I grew up in New England. Believe me, Hershey's is scary stuff. Oh. They are they are crazy. Mm-hmm. So when you're making the pudding pies, are you doing it in like a KitchenAid mixer? Or are you handballing oh, this? Oh, no, handball. Like handball yeah, this? she an old school girl. She oh, got a yellow bowl yeah. with a no, this was the, Yeah, this like whipped out. It was just like, here's the bag. Boom, everything just kind of oh, came yeah, out and, and she made it like right there. And the best part is, is that I take the lid from the pie crust and I wash it, turn it upside down, and there's the lid to the pie, baby. Bam. I'm telling you, like, she was the only one, like, everyone, other people made stuff, but, like, most everyone that was coming was like, that's a potluck. Let me just go buy something and bring something, you know. No, no one had well, I like the wooden spoon, too, because, like, stir, 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 thwap. I said, finish your math homework. <laughs> you know? you, were you there? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I grew up in an Irish uh, Italian Catholic household. Believe me, there's a lot of yeah. going on. Yeah, we had a lot of wooden spoons that were that were broken. That was a pretty regular expense in our house. Oh, you my know. mom had a pink hairbrush from Avon, and I know if I posted a picture of that brush right now, every girl in the world would be like, "That brush hurt me, hurt me." <laughs> Ain't nothing gonna break that brush. No, nothing. Every grown woman goes back to their childhood yeah. and just starts crying. They, they cringe. You know that where you bring your ear in, like, "Ow, mama, ow." <laughs> Someone's like making their way through a Salvation Army and it's on, oh my God. <laughs> dramatic experience. And then they fall down and the Apple Watch is like, you have fallen. <laughs> Please send help. Tim Cook is like, damn, it's the Avon brush. Throws <laughs> off all of our data. I know, right? <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, so you started out, you've been doing this for a long time. I'm so excited to hear how much success that you've had. Oh, I want to hear about my success. You, you want to hear me about it? <laughs> Well, you know, well, let's talk about it a little bit. I mean, you have this, you have this brand new album that just came out, which is yes. great. Is this your first album? Well, so I guess the best way to put it is this is a single that I have, I guess, I don't know. I did that original song and now I have these remixes I want to share, but I released an EP, which would really be my first true, like it was cover songs, but it was me really trying to put my foot out there. And I've also done a Christmas album. So I have a number of different singles I've put out there. My my EP, Sing Christina, is my most, I don't want to say successful, but yeah, my most successful piece of work. So Ready or Not is me not doing covers because people have come to me, they're like, quit singing covers, come and write songs. And I'm like, I don't even know how to do that. But wait, I do. No, I'm just kidding. So. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I think people are thirsty to hear your voice. It's so gorgeous. Oh, that's such a lovely sentence. People compare my voice to food and liquids all the time. Like, one of my favorite compliments ever was someone told me that my voice sounded like chocolate cake. And I was like, I'm going to take that to the bank. 
Thank you. I do. I like that actually. Yes. It's nice. It's, it's, it is. It's, it's rich. It's soulful. It's just like it gets you, you have, and you also, I love it because when you start to get, not quite when you hit your, your top range right before that, you start to get your attitude kicks in. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like you're gearing up for it. And I love it. It's just, it's just like, I am living for this. Like, cause I know, you know, everyone always hit, you hear your money note. Right. Mm-hmm. And everyone's just like, yes, sing it girl. Right. Yeah. I'm actually all about right before that. It's before that climax. I was like, oh, here she when goes. When she knows. She knows yeah. she's going That's there. That's right. And it's so incredible <laughs> to watch like a performer like kind of gear up in that in that realm. I love it. I, I thrive off of that. Well, I don't have any food references to give or any comparisons oh. in that regard. But I will say this. You know, I'm a little bit damaged. Okay. So whenever something really moves me, I get a little teary-eyed. And I'm always trying to like choke it back, right? Yeah. Like, like it's, it's the most random things that really. But yeah, when you were singing, like I got that little, oh, damn, she's oh. good. Oh, thank you. Damn. Why'd you have to, you don't have to hide it. You don't have to hide it. You let it, let it flow. Yes. (laughs) I'm the bringer of feelings. I tell people that all the time. I'm always, I have way, my sister says I have twice as many feelings as other people do. Like I have tons of feelings and emotions. And when I get to sing, I get to really share all my feelings. Yeah, no, like I said, Irish, Irish, Italian, Catholic, man. I bottle that, bottle that shit bottle up. That yeah, up. Yeah, what do you yeah, mean you don't a... feel okay? Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, she's Put some all right. duct she... tape on there and you're good to go. She got pipes. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? So, okay. So we, you've been doing this, but you did have some success going on America's Got Talent. Yes. So How, how did that come about? Did you decide to do that or did somebody maybe no, no, point no. you that way? Yeah. So, so basically, so we go from high school. I do the little thing in school. I sing all through high school. And then afterwards. Uh, and I think this is where it comes full circle. I try to sing coming out of high school into college, but I get a lot of uh, weight shame. I've always been plus size. And this was in the 90s when Britney Spears, Kenny Aguilera, everyone's a twig. And they were like, unless you lose 100 pounds, no one's even going to listen to you. And this is you auditioning for anything. Like anything. I did shows or I would try to stick. And in my mind, I just had all that success in high school, which really kind of builds you up for some, you know, shock value when you get into the real world because people are like, yes, yeah, so, you know, like that show, like oh, you were the best dancer in your school. Well, now you're nothing, you know, like that yeah. kind of moment. And so I stopped singing. It's amazing how something that gives you so much joy and love, you give it up the minute someone tells you something negative. You're like, okay, never mind. <laughs> and so I end up having my boys and I get, I'm a nurse, registered nurse. And I go to school and blah, blah, blah. So I work all these years, I have my kids and my oldest son was going to be a senior in high school. And I think it kind of hit me like, Oh, these, these children are going to leave. And that's all I've done for 20 years is raise children. So we're talking about four-ish years ago now when he was a senior. Yeah, exactly. About four or five years ago. And I'm like, oh, I think it was just like a shock. Like I'm not an empty nest person so much, but just like realizing that I had a nest that was going to get emptied, you know? And so I started singing again, which I've done it like everybody else has, you know, one year I auditioned for the voice. I've actually auditioned twice and they were very nice when they said no, they were like, no. Um, and then I auditioned just like that. No, no, no. But actually one was like, maybe why don't you stay? And then she's like, okay, no. I feel like that hurts more. Oh, it does. It does. <laughs> the whole like, room empties out. It's, it's People like you, are giving you high fives. You're just like, ah. yeah. And then she's Whap. like, can you sing that one more time? And you do. And she's like, mm, now. And then, and also just so y'all know, when you go to audition for the voice, their chairs are turned to look at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> audition for American Idol. Again, he was like, man, you have a great voice. I was like, thank you. No. 
go bye-bye. So I did all the TV stuff and I quit. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. People send you all the things like, Christina, you got to go audition for this. I'm like, I'm done trying to audition for TV. I'm going to sing for my friends and family. If that's what God wants me to use my voice for, then that's what I'm going to do. It's fine. So now I don't care about it anymore. I'm not worried about it. And I start singing at little dorky stuff. I sang it. Art Park is one of my favorite little community theaters, 150 seater. Yeah. I sing on that stage. and Yeah, I love singing there in Deer Park and just the small stuff, small stuff, small stuff. Well, I ended up auditioning my friend January convinced me to audition for pride superstar downtown at meteor before it got closed Joey Guerra who writes for the Chronicle he was the music editor for the he still is the music editor for the Chronicle he ran this annual you know pride infused uh you know odd talent show type thing each week we eliminate one person type of thing so I went to audition I'm like I'll sing on here one or two weeks but you know the gay boys they're they're gonna want to see other gay boys they're gonna see right, big booty right. you know <laughs> So I have a nice rear. I know. We talked about so we it. We talked so about that earlier. Get that skirt out, baby. <laughs> I had no idea that Meteor did that stuff back in the day. It's interesting. Yeah. So that's where they had it. So it was the 10 year anniversary and they were like, it's a big deal. This was 2016. And I auditioned and I made the top 13 and I was on the this every week, right? You got to come up with a new theme and sing. And the weirdest thing happened. I won. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. She goes, the weirdest thing. The damnedest the, thing. It was like, the, I was so shocked. Like little, if you see pictures, I'm literally crying in complete shock. That's awesome. And Joey was so supportive and he wrote articles about it. And I was in the paper and I was all over social media. And this was before I had any social media, anything, you know? And so it was just so crazy. And so from there I ended up getting, which is, this is how God works. All these years I stood in all these lines. I tried all these times to sing all these things. Well, that I, I, I did a, I, one of my prizes was some money to go work at a, sing at a studio, Westside Recording. And I have $2,000 worth of credit and I can make what, record whatever I can. So I had been in, uh, at Art Park Players. I had done Hairspray. And I sang, cool. okay, which right? I, I think I no, I didn't see you do that one. Oh no, no, it was the um, all shook up that I saw okay, you. In. Okay, exactly. So all shook up was at Miller Outdoor Theater, right? Yes, yes. yes. So, but this is way before that, and I did little, you know, hairspray, and I'm singing. You know, I know where I've been at the end of the stage. So when I got to the studio, I tried to sing all these other songs because what do we have in our head? What we think we're supposed to do, right? And it wasn't working. And the guy was like, "Is there any song you just really love?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, I sang this one song. I don't know if it would be any good when I tell you." So I sing one time through. I know where I've been. Goes perfect. He records it like literally once through. And he's like, perfect. Record. Done. He's like, you know what? You have enough money left. Why don't we make a video? We'll do it right here. You'll just lip sync to the song, put on some makeup. We'll put some lights in here and we'll record you singing. And this is just the guy running the studio board. That's this it. Is that's cool. That's awesome. Studio, right? That's awesome. So I leave there and I'm like, okay, cool. I got a video and I have a song. And in my head, I'm like, this is for my boys or my grandchildren. They're going to know that I sang and I'll have something to share with them. Well, I tell Joey, because Joey and I stay friends. And he's like, I'm so excited for you. Are you going to release it? I'm like, oh, I guess. Yeah, I'll post it on social media. He's like, let me help. I'll post it on the Chronicle. I was oh. like, oh, okay, sure. And it went, I mean, viral according to, you know, it wasn't billions of views, but it went viral. And I was like, so excited. And I got all these friends and people are like, oh, Christina, when you sing this song. And I'm like, like, I, got, I got friends. I know. I was I got, like. The Chronicle gave me friends. It gave me friends. <laughs> and, I, and I was stunned. You know, 20,000 people or 30,000 people watch a video and you're just like, I can't believe I did this, you know. Well, America's Got Talent has talent, like people looking. 
for people who are normal everyday people who like to sing or perform. Oh, I didn't realize that they actually had scouts they kind do. of they have I, scouts. because I, I figured they they get so many people. Right, but so many people but not necessarily cuz I'll tell you the percentage of people who stand in line who actually make it onto the show is very low. Yeah, I would imagine that. Because they want people who not just who are you going to sing but are you going to do interview? Are you going to talk? Are you ready to like really create something and step forward and do something? And not everybody who goes to stand in line wants to do that. You know, it's a lot of times people who've never tried to do anything and I think that's maybe a little too raw. Like if you're someone who's tried a little bit, then I may be more prepared because it's some major business to do a TV show like that. So they saw the video and they sent me an email and they were like, you know, we were interested. We'd like to have you audition. And I thought it was fake and I didn't reply. <laughs> I was about to ask. Who is it's like you call in your son. Um, Why did you do yes, this? That's exactly <laughs> what I was about to ask. Cause like I, I would have had the same reaction. Totally. Like, oh, this is ridiculous. Philip's Phil, like Chloe. <laughs> yes, this is ridiculous. Because she would do that. And at this point, I've already done, you know, with the Christina Wells band, and I've written from Hell or High Water, and, and I've done my little music stuff, and I'm happy. I ain't trying to be on TV no more. Like, those years are past me. And so I'm sitting next to my friend at nurse work. I'm training her, and I'm like, read this. Isn't that funny? Whatever. So they email me again, and I reply. And long story short, they end up asking me to come in and audition for the executive producers, and that was in November of 2017. And so I go, and I will tell you, that I was like, I am not going to be bothered by this. The big audition was the next day. So there was only maybe like a hundred whole people in the whole building. Oh, okay. So you just walk right in. They're like, you're down here at booth such and such. I went down, I opened the door. They don't look at you. Producers don't look at you. So if you ever go to audition for stuff, they look down and they scribble and they look up occasionally. And when they do, they're like, mm -hmm. okay, thanks. That's it. So I already know this because I've done this a number of times. So I was like, what you want me to do? They're like, will you sing two songs? I was like, sure. Hit play. Well, there was a girl in the back. She was running the camera because they video everything. So I sang my heart out to that girl. I was like, <laughs> you make me feel. And then she was just jiving with me and I was having a good time. Well, then they were like, talk about yourself. Well, as you can tell, she likes to gab. So I talked about myself. I was like, my name's Christina. Da, 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 da. These are my kids. I like to do this. I sew. Like, I'm just chatting. <laughs> and then, I love that. I'm serious. And I think because before you go in and you're worried and you're trying to be something, talking about that whole, you know, learning who you are pinnacle, I wasn't trying to be anybody anymore. I'm just Christina. I'm Christina Wells. That's all I know how to be. I don't know how to be anything else. I've tried so hard and failed every time I tried to be somebody else. But see, that's what makes it, that's what makes you so infectious around other people. And that's what is so wonderful about you because you are an example of showing like how to embrace who you are. Cause there's a lot of people out there that are, that are scared yes. that are, you know, have, that have to get over some of the, they have to get out of their own way, yeah, whatever they're, you know, and, and I, I don't ever want to belittle anyone's, you know, obstacles that no, they have yeah, to they're overcome. They're, they're real. absolutely real, but to see how you did it and know that it takes work and an effort is just so amazing. But once you do it, what you see just shines. And that you are just, every time I see you, I cannot, it, I could be having the worst day and there's two people that would make me smile. My wife and Christina Wells. <laughs> 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 and Phillip's a close third. Look, look, look. You're Damn. running behind me like, hold on. That was cold too, Chambers. But you're, you're a close third. You're a close third. 
But yeah, so I auditioned for the uh, executive producers and I went home and I have a little, the little sticker with your number on it. And I made a video and I watch it sometimes to make myself laugh. And I'm like, so today you auditioned for America's Got Talent. Probably nothing will come of it, but you were yourself and you had a good time and it doesn't matter. Nothing. It doesn't matter. Whatever happens, happens. And I took that sticker and I put it into like a book I had and I closed it and I did not tell anybody. I didn't tell my family. I didn't tell my friends. Really? I didn't post about it. No, I told no one because I don't know why people talk about seeds. I want to see plants. Why are you telling Fair me about enough. seeds? I, don't I like that. See I like that. But people want to show you bricks. I want to see the house, right? People show you wood. I want to see the finished product. So I'm not really one to shout about seeds. You'll know this about me. And so I didn't tell nobody. And so fast forward, holidays go by. I, nothing. January comes and... They called me and they were like, we'd like you to come audition for the celebrity judges. And I was like, say what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Did you have a favorite judge when you did get up there? Um, Yeah, I thought that I was going to be like Heidi or, you know, Mel B or even Howie. But I won't lie. I love Simon. OK. Um, Simon changed my life. Christina Wells, like, I will be honest, I'm the first fat woman. I'm very blunt about this. I'm the first fat person that he's ever been accepting of on television, period. Like, he he has a long history. And trust me, all my DMs told me about that history across the world. People let me know. Because when I went on to the show, I think what happened was Mel B was, like, introducing and she's talking to me. And somewhere in there, Simon got a little twinkle in his eye and he took over and he started talking to me. And from then on out, he was, like, my person. You know how you can see how people connect with someone? He got, he got the feels. He got the feels to Christina. He, I got him to stand up. He gave me a standing ovation when I sang. Which you, if you, I don't know if you watch the show or if you've watched. I've, I've watched. All. I've watched your audition. Like yes. I watched your audition, um, and it was it was really incredible. Thank you. It was really incredible. It you was did. terrifying. I, I imagine. Terrifying. I, I imagine. I peed a little. It was so terrible. <laughs> right on stage. Right on stage. Right on that. Two pairs hey, of underwear. As long as it was on the mark. Shoot the big X on the floor. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so terrifying. But yeah, he and he said to me, and it has followed me across the everywhere I've ever gone to perform. He literally looks at me. He's like, I don't know why people think how much you weigh matters with how well you perform or your talent. And he's like, you're a bloody good singer. And, and since then I tell people he vetted me because now people call me to perform or I go to do things and they're like, and Simon Cowell says she can sing Simon Cowell. Like he's part of my, my, my brand and who I am as a person because everybody plays that clip and they play him saying that I can sing. And it's almost as if all those years of no's and everything, they just melt away. So with all the warnings that you got about him in advance, Mm -hmm. right? Do you think it was really just, hey, look, he's honestly just looking for voices and he's going to be Simon Cowell and blunt and brutal? Or do you think there's a little bias that he sort of dropped for a moment because he just took a shine to you? And No, I think that what I've learned is that I don't think these shows look for talent. I think they look for a quality. Mm -hmm. And I think that I have... And I've learned that I have some sort of quality and not all of us have the quality in the same way. Some people are interesting and you don't even know why Kim Kardashian has a quality. She may not have some great talent that you want to watch, but you want to see her because she has a quality. And so some people are like, Oh, I'm a talent scout. Or some people say they want to find the it factor. But I think Simon saw in me this quality and whether it's that I'm inspirational because I think naturally I'm just inspirational. It's just part of who I am. It's either my struggles or it's how I present things or maybe, 
maybe it's because I am so infectiously happy about stuff. It's all, it's all the above. Well, it's, 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 it really is all the above. If, if you don't see it, I'm telling you because it, you don't have to hear your entire backstory to get that you've come from somewhere. Right. And I think that that's really important because when you meet a lot of people, there's certain, like you said, like a quality, yes. there's certain things that you just see in people and you know, they've come from somewhere. You may not know what or what the struggle was, but they have come from somewhere and to see like the joy or, and the talent and the quality that comes out of that. You're just like people that want to be around those people. Like you said, it just, you gravitate to that. And and I think people know under, I think it's just one of those things that as humans, we do know. I like to hear that too, because as the world gets smaller, as technology has yeah. brought us so much so, closer yes. together, right? There's so much talent. I mean, yes. there's everything from singers to engineers yes. to whatever architects to, you know, plumbers. I mean, everyone's learning how to be excellent at the craft and, and there's more and more people that are excellent I love hearing that there's more to it than just being a great voice. Oh, right? that, that's always it. There is always more to it. There though. is. And I will tell you this. I can sing. No one can tell me I can't. But do I think I'm the greatest singer or the top 20%? In, no, I'm not stupid. Like there are people who have vocal control. There are people I sing with. And I'm like, you are so much better than I am. Your voice is amazing. I totally know how you feel. <laughs> Totally know how you feel. <laughs> Just going to say that right there. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, I think really and truly it's the other stuff. Like, are you willing to wait in line all day long? Because I'll tell you, America's Got Talent, that's a long hours waiting on the set. You know, your call time is 6 a.m. And uh, for my second audition, I didn't sing until one in the morning the next morning. Oh, that's on brutal. On the set. See, I wish more people would, would talk about that, though, because one of the things that turned me off so much when I wanted to be on stage mm -hmm. a long, long time ago, I thought that I wanted to be a stage actor. And you get in those lines, you get in the cattle call auditions, mm -hmm. right? And you have all these people that are just yeah. brutal with you and like, you know, this is how it always is. Don't think you're going to make it because you're right. not, you know, yeah. it's a diamond in a rough type thing. If anybody would just turn to the talented person and say, hey, look, it's not about you being better than that person at reading those lines. It's what it's we're about, looking for. Right. It's about you being you. Yes. Being the best you can be reading those lines. Yes. And that's, you always have a chance. Man, I think a lot of people would stick with it. I do too. And I tell people that's literally what I do. I'm, I work as a registered nurse and I, I had I had left nursing after it came up from the TV show because it really changed my life. But COVID unfortunately kind of shut down all of our performing. Yeah, yeah. And I went back to nursing about three or four months ago. But and thank I, you for doing that, by the way. Yes, thank you. I thank you. Absolutely. I feel that it is my calling to make people feel better, whether it is with my voice or with my medicine. Well, we're grateful for that. Thank you. And so, um, but yeah, I tell people all the time, I tell people, your dreams are not unrealistic. The things you believe in are not unrealistic. They stop minimizing or saying, oh, well, I always wanted to be a dancer, but that's ridiculous. You know what I always wanted to do? I always wanted to sing Dream Girls for the world. And I sang it for 16 million people. Hell yeah. That's, I love that. That is so your dreams are not unrealistic right? and your own qualities. Like you said, I mean, like this voice that you have, you have this amazing voice. So this, thank you, man. I mean, seriously, it's amazing. Even the phone. It's like, I was talking about your voice on after we got off the telephone. I'm like, this man got some voice on him. Okay. It's you should have heard when we had, we had another uh, guest on it. Actually, we, we were talking about the same thing. We're like, we got to get him some voice work. Oh yes, We got to get him some voice work, right? So much stuff. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you very no, much. No, seriously. But like, we all have these things and I 
I don't know about you, but I used to be super embarrassed of my voice. It's too low. It's too dark. I yell because when I sing, I naturally just want to sing so freaking loud and I'm yelling and I don't like it. I don't like my voice. I like controlled sopranos or, you know, it's like wanting straight hair when you have curly. And so now to just be like, yeah, she chunky. She sing real loud. <laughs> yeah, and but she do it well. That's what she do. Okay. <laughs> do it well. Yeah. Turn down the gain and get ready. Here we yeah, go. I know. <laughs> okay, so you've had you've had success. You you made it to as a semifinalist, yeah. and it apparent obviously it, it's changed your life. Oh, it, yes. It's it's made opened up a bunch of doors for you. Um, so going forward, you've done some theater. Yes, you know, are you good because you've gone more singing on the performance route again? Are you going to go back to any theater or oh. is that always in the kind of in the back pocket no, for you? Yeah, no, no. I'm, I think I'm a theater actress first. Like I think singing, I think that I'm okay at recorded singing, but I think you really want to see me perform. Come see me do a musical. Cause that's where she's she fantastic. Come out. That's she come out all the way. <laughs> I'm telling you Miller outdoor theater is the last time I saw you on stage and it was all shook up yes. and it was, oh. you were fantastic. There's always me. Oh, that's, Oh my gosh. That was my, first time to do Miller Theater and that was my first time to do Tuts and I was like how you were talking about with you know soulmates how you felt some kind of way that's how I felt I literally was like all these young people they've got 46 shows on their resume and I'm like this is show number three for me (laughs) hi I'm Christina I'm gonna be Sylvia you know and I'm like but then I will tell you one thing get to one place in the rehearsal and they're like well Christina you want to sing your song and you know me I'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) she may not always know what to do but she know when to sign Sing sure. (laughs) Okay, so you're you're still doing theater. You're still obviously you have your music career kind of going, but not only that, you have now extended into the design world. I'd like to hear about I, this. Okay. No, because you have Christina Wells Design. I do. Christina Wells Custom Design. Custom Design. Sorry. Yeah. Christina no, Wells okay. Custom Design. So, yes. Yeah. So, here's the truth of it, though. Grew up poor, big on being resourceful, learning how to use what you have. So, when I first started doing singing stuff back six, five, six years ago, when I realized my nest was empty, I want to sing, but I want to wear a nice dress. I was asked to sing at a ball, like one of those. Um, like a like, gala type thing? Yes, exactly. Oh, wanted, I've never been asked to a ball. That's okay, honey. I'm still waiting for that You're invitation. You're still waiting. <laughs> um, All right, princess. A gal can, a gal can dream, can she? You're going to wait a little dream. while. When you do, short dress it, show that booty. I will. Legs. I'll get those legs oh, out. The gala on the, the gala. Oh, yes, wow. exactly. So I wanted, a, I wanted a gown, and I went and I bought a gown, and it was $550, and I'm just done about that life. And so I was like, well, I need to figure out how to make stuff for myself. So making clothes for me, or figuring out how to do my makeup or learning how to do my nails. These were just ways for me to be able to be self-sufficient. So I'm not having to go out and spend money. That was really where this came from. So my mom sewed when I was young. It was another thing she did to save money for us. And so I was familiar with the sewing machine. So I started making some rudimentary things and, I don't know. It just grew from there. <laughs> there you go. I, I mean, I love that. Yeah. So baby step us into this. So yeah. you're taking like somebody comes to you and says, I have this thing I have the to do. The most common thing that happens is this. People see me in like, for instance, I sang at the Houston Sports Award and I, I designed my gown. Because I was going to sing for George Foreman. I was so excited. I want to look really pretty. So people see that and they're like, oh my God, I want one. And I'm like, mm, 
what is it you want? And they're like, oh, well, let me show you this picture. We all have a photo of something, sure. right? That we wish or we like, or this lady's body. I wish I could wear this. Yeah, and my they, wife goes to hairstyles like a binder. Exactly. So they show you a picture and they're like, but I want it to be, and here come the edits. Except for I don't like these shoulders and I don't like this, but I really like this. And I'm like, okay, well, send me, I usually ask for five pictures. Send me five pictures that look like this idea of what you want to have. And then I, I sketch it out. And then we talk about it and then I give them a price based on what kind of materials, time frame, stuff like that. And then I custom make clothing for people. I do it for men and women. I do. I'm really, really good at making gowns and suits. I can, of course, I make normal I'm glad dresses. you went to suits. I can't, yeah. pu- I can't pull off the gown. But I do suits. I do suits nope. for men and I do suits <laughs> for women. Androgynous suits okay. is really a passion of mine because so many people don't always, you know, gender is a construct and so not all, all men or women want to wear, wear a certain kind of way. So I've made a few suits for women that look chef's kiss amazing so yeah i love to make clothes and i you know what i'm gonna tell you i love to sing but singing is sometimes it can be um challenging because you get judged that's what it is right people listen to you and then they decide if you're good or you're bad ellen once said you can't take the compliments because when the negative comes you'll swallow that too and so one of the things i've learned is that when i sew it doesn't feel that same way so i sit down at my sewing machine and i call it my 3d printer because from my brain to my hands to that sewing machine, voila, clothing. Okay, so now what you do mo- right now, you do mostly stuff for anyone who just contacts you. Yes, it's, it's kind of contacts me. And so it's kind of word of mouth right now. It is word of mouth. I don't advertise. And it's going to sound a little bit, but it's it has to have the right vibe. Like, you know how you're talking about bringing me on the show? You're like, here's really what we want for the show. Here's the branding we want. Um, same thing with my clothing. Like, if I'm going to make clothes for you, I want to be able to get along with you. I'm going to be in your personal space to measure you. And I want to make your dream come true. I actually call myself, the, like, the plus-size Cinderella, like, godmother. Like, I like to make that smile when you can't get it at a store. Like, a woman's going to get married, and she's got a belly like mine. Ain't no dress made for that. So if you come to me and I make that dress for you and you turn around, you look in the mirror and I see that look in your face. Now I'm happy. Yeah, you're going to pay me because it's time and energy, but it's making your soul feel good. So if I meet you and I'm like, eh, I'm not really vibing with you. <laughs> well, I'll think about it. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll yes. be, we'll be in touch. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On my Instagram page at Christina Wells Custom Designs, it says by appointment only. <laughs> there you yeah. go. There you go. That's it. Hopefully we get to that point when, you know, we have guests and we're like, by appointment only. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that's, I think that's great. I mean, you know, I, I'm, you know, do you get a lot of people that, that come to you in, in kind of, I'm coming from a personal uh, aspect on yeah, this. Tell me about it. Um, I don't, my wife dresses me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. A lot of people are. That I mean, I mean, that's because yeah. she has very good taste. She knows what looks good to me. I know when I see something, I know what feels good. I was like, Ooh, I like that. Yeah. But I don't know how to go about like, you know, finding that or something. And, and being a performer, there's a lot of things like when you do cabarets or you do these smaller performances where you don't have to have a costume or something. Right. You're like, I freak out. <laughs> I'm like, wear? what yeah. do I wear? What do I wear? You know, welcome to borrow this shirt anytime you want. Uh, you, you know, I mean, that's just kind of it. So I, I understand that kind of need. And, yes. and I, I think when you start to find like personal tailors, I mean, it, it, 
I don't want to say they, they rob you because I understand it's 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 time and materials yeah. and things like that. But there's some of these that you're you're like, man, that's great. But I'm not paying that kind of price. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I keep it realistic, especially it depends on what it is you want me to have, have me do. Like I made a wedding gown in like two weeks just in the afternoons after work. Wow. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. And the, and just like you, the the bride, she was like, I have an idea. But then anywhere after that idea, she was like, I don't really know. I trust your vision. That's what she would say. I'm all, I'm about that. I'm about trusting a vision. Like, okay. So like, like Philip is wearing, if for our listeners, he's wearing a, a shirt with some very cool designs. It's I, called Paisley. Paisley. That's right. I can't see. There you go. See, I'm already like, I, got you. I, I, like, had, I had no idea that it was called Paisley. Yeah, Paisley's. <laughs> Throwing it out there right now. I had no clue. Yeah. There you go. But and see, it's two tone. It's lined, and the inner side has stripes. And yes. the outside, he's got paisley. I don't know if I could pull a look like that off. Oh, you could totally. But see, he's able. This is one of those things. Philip has one of those. He's tall. He's got nice long arms. He could go buy off the rack, and it's super. You know what I'm saying? You get yeah. A shirt. Maybe you want to wear something like this, but maybe you want it catered a little bit. Maybe you just want the collar to have those colors and the cuffs. Well, I like maybe it. Maybe that will be more comfortable for you because you're not ready to make that bold of a statement with your clothing i just need you to make me a diva for <laughs> so when i perform i i need to make a statement when i get out there on stage you know no i i'm always i'm always open uh you know i've i've been short all my life mm-hmm. you know like all my brothers they're all you know six foot or yeah. whatever you know even my sister's like five ten five eleven you know everyone in my family is very tall i got my mom's jeans so i'm i'm the you know the five six i've been yeah. like this since 15 years old so i'm you know right. i'm now 38 so it's like I stopped, I stopped growing, you know, freshman year in high school. Right. right? And so I got a lot of, you know, short jokes and things like that, but it's always been very interesting, you know, as far as I, I, I never took pride in like what I wore Mm -hmm. until I met my wife. She made you realize about that outward. Yeah. Yeah. She, she kind of gave me that. And and I never knew that I would really enjoy that as much because I was like, I do, I, I like I like being able to show myself in this way. Not, not that I'm trying to be someone I'm not. No, no, no. You know, but yeah. I, I like really kind of like being like, yeah, this is this is me. And she was she gave me a lot of that confidence, which is I think why I trust her so much to, to dress me. You know, it's funny. It's funny you tell that story because when my wife and I first met. We were dating. I grew up in a car family, a race car family, turning bolts my whole life, right? Okay. So my cars are always clean. Whenever I have the opportunity, I I maintain my cars. They're clean. They're washed. They're ready to go. Right. I never have like stuff in my car ever. Right. Right. It's just clean. So my wife and I meet and I'm taking care of my car. Like every three days I'm washing it. Right. And she's like, waxing it with a diaper. (laughs) She's like, so, so why do you do that? I said, well, you know, it's, it's how I want to present myself to the world. I want, you know, I have pride in in myself. And she goes, really, where'd you get that shirt? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then a you, true were, story. you were shorter because yeah. she cut you off at the yeah. leg. I was like, well, hello. But, but it was a good point. Yeah. Right. It's funny how we pick and choose things, yes. you know, like I'm going to shave today, but I'm going to throw on like, you know, some tie dye shirt from like <laughs> See, 1978. People always comment on the, what I wear, what I'm making. And I'm going to tell you when I, I'm half black, half white. My mom's white. My father died when I was three. And so my mom raised these two interracial children in the South in the seventies. And so I remember being young and my mom literally said to me, she was like, number one, you're overweight. So people are going to judge you for it. And number two, you're half black. And people think I'm trash because I had children with a black man. So people are always going to judge you for how you look. So always look 
on point. And so we always were dressed like it may have been inexpensive, but it was ironed. It was sewn. It was matching. It was like the super matchy matchy, the shoes and the, you know, I'm talking about the socks and the hair bow. My mom made that stuff. And I was, I, that was, it's, imp- it's inside my mind. It's a good woman. It, let me tell you. That's a good woman. Robin ain't no joke. Robin ain't no joke. She a real woman out there. She, she our original gangster. That's what we call in our family. <laughs> but yeah, awesome. so I, I think that's just so driven inside of me. So like you said, like how you are about the cars, I've always been this way about my, like paint my nails and match my lipstick and hairs like this and glasses need to be shiny. And oh, do you have earrings on? Like you don't have on pantyhose. Do you even have on a slip? Like always all the details. And so, yeah. And now people are getting into that. I've always been this way. And people are like, oh, I like how you look. I'm like, well, this, this didn't just happen. Was that, was that tough growing? Was that kind of tough growing oh, up no, at all? Or is it, no, very tough. Yeah. People always would tell us that my sister and I, that we were adopted cause I'm more Brown. My sister's more yellow and then my mom's white and then she remarried. So she had a different last name and yeah, <clears throat> I talk a lot and that's actually ready or not. The, the song is about that. It's about people constantly trying to tell me what I can't do. You know, you're overweight. My weight is a huge thing for people. People talk about my weight constantly. That's why I talk about my weight constantly. I go in any environment and my weight somehow always gets brought up, even when I was smaller. So it's not just like, oh, later in life thing. Like now I wasn't even fat looking back at them young pictures. I was skinny. No, I was kidding. So yeah, people always comment on my weight. So my weight and, you know, the color of my skin and then, you know, who, who, what family do you belong to? So I was terrorized by bullies when I was a little girl. And so, yeah, that's what ready or not's about. Like my favorite line in ready or not is, is, uh, I won't be a prisoner to your insecurities acting like my glow is a crime. Want to lock me up and hide the key because I'm sick and tired of the demon that's bugging you telling you, you too fat, telling you to quit eating, telling you to quit being loud. I'm sick of that demon talking through your mouth to me trying to tell me I'm too fat, that I'm too loud and that I eat too much, honey, worry about yourself. You keep your insecurities over there, and I'm going to glow up on my own. I don't need your opinion. And that's what that song is really about. And now, a special performance by Christina Wells. I keep fighting voices in my mind that say I'm naughty. And when I don't belong 
have every failure, God, you will have every victory. that you talk about glowing up because we had it, it just it's funny that you said that because I love that and we talked about that last season and, and everyone looked at me when I brought that up and I'm like yeah I, I feel like I'm glowing up yeah, like older up. I'm glowing up and it's like my wife's like loving it because and he's like wait you're what I go I'm getting better as I get older I like a fine wine baby I'm I had <laughs> never I had never heard the expression until he brought it up really? on the show never oh, in my yeah. entire life and I now felt I hear very it cool well because I felt very cool I was well, like in the know and it's super it, it's really in drag queens. So if you look at drag queens, like that first picture of a drag queen when she first starts, you know, really wanting, or even a trans woman, that really, it, the, that's where that phrase is often used. And she'll show that first photo where the makeup's a little rough or the hair's not looking exactly right, but then they show the photo now and that contour's on point, them titties is lifted to the chin. She's, and she's all like, glowed up. The glow up is real, baby. The that's right. Is real. Interesting. There okay. you go. Now I know. Yeah. Now I know. Well, Christina, we just, we could be here all night. I, I We just want to thank you for taking time to be with us today. Oh, this is such a blessing. I, I, am, I crave opportunities to get to sing and I crave opportunities to get to come and share and talk. And I just appreciate you being interested in little Christina Wales from Pasadena. Well, we are deeply grateful and honored for you. No, being here. we you so are. Much. I mean, thank you for all your work as a nurse, as a mom, as a person, putting all that goodness out there. I mean, it's... It, People have, you have to be able to put something out there. And it's so good to hear that people are putting things out there that are worth listening to. And, you know, we love you very much. We wish you nothing but, you know, success and happiness as you go forward. Um, you guys can find out how to get Christina's album in the episode description. We're going to post that up. Um, you can also go to her website, ChristinaWells.com. That's right. And you can check that out. Also, the best bio I've ever read. <laughs> it's really fantastic. Really, it's fantastic. It's I, fantastic. I, You're I not going to want to. I loved it. You can oh. find out how to book Christina for your next event. Yes. Um, you can get her music. You can also contact her about Christina Wells Custom Designs and find out how you can become the best version 
on the outside of yourself. Yeah, glow yeah. up. Because people, glow that's up. right. We're all going to be glowing up. And I'm telling you right now, after we get off this podcast, you and I are going to be talking. <laughs> and I can be talking about something. So, um, but thank you so, so much. I, I can't even say thank how. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. I am going to give you back that same love. I hope that Neighbors Don't Knock just blows up. And I hope everyone in the world is listening to you because you're funny and you're kind and you're hilarious and you're doing good stuff. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you so much much but it our glasses are a little bit low let's get a refill that's right i think it is time to get a little refill um like i said find out how you can get a hold of christina's music on christinawells.com all the info is going to be in the episode description make sure you catch episodes uh, every friday we drop a new episode you can find us on social media you guys are not going to want to miss it philip peace out <laughs> <laughs>